Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum, and I will be your host as always. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know of a few things of note. First, you may or may not be aware that I host another podcast called The Third Seat. The Third Seat is unrelated to the podcast you are listening to right now, but if you'd like to check it out, then I will put a link in the description of today's episode that you can use to listen to it. If you like this podcast, then I really think you will like The Third Seat as well, so I highly recommend you check it out. Next, I want to let you know of a few ways you can support the podcast. First, be sure to tell a friend if you enjoy the show. Word of mouth is not only a great way to help support the show, but it's also zero cost. Secondly, if you enjoyed today's episode, then be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Leaving a positive review is one of the best ways of not only supporting the show, but it also gives me direct feedback from you regarding how you feel about the show overall. I greatly appreciate if you decide to take the time to support the show in any of these ways. Finally, if you'd like to follow me or the show on social media, then feel free to check out the description of today's episode. Here you will find all affiliated and mentioned links, as well as how you can support the show online. As always, I want to thank you for tuning into and supporting the show. It really means a lot to me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum. I'll be your host for this episode as always. And today is going to be another installment on the series that I call Sincerely Yours Truly, where I'm just going to give you some of my thoughts on different topics, different things that are on my mind and share them with you. And today, um, so as of this recording today, it is uh, December 30th of 2022. Uh, it is 519 Eastern Standard Time as I am recording this. And um, I just thought that, you know, I would go full uh, content creator mode and <laughs> and uh, and just reflect on, you know, what this year has been uh, in my own personal life. Um 2022, you know, it's, it's funny as I've gotten older, whenever I get to the end of a year, you know, it's, it's interesting talking to other people about how they believe the year has gone in their own personal life and recognizing that everybody's experience is different. It's always interesting because for me, 2022, truly in a lot of ways, I mean, just like everybody else, it's had its ups and it's had its downs, but for me personally, I look back on 2022 as a great year. Um, you know, there's a lot of really good things that happened. Um, a lot of, uh, things that taught me a lot of great lessons. And, you know, now that we're officially as of this recording, um, although this episode will be coming out, uh, once it is officially 2023, as of the time that I'm recording this, it's the end of the year, you know, looking back and reflecting on the year, I can't be anything but grateful uh, for how this year has gone and uh, just thankful for the position that I'm in. And so in honor of that, I felt that today's uh, for today's episode, it might be fun to just reflect on 2022, the year that it's been uh, and, and some lessons that I've learned. Now, I'm not going to go too in depth on how per personally how it's been this year. I'm not going to give you a, you know, a week by week, 52 week breakdown of, of every single event personally in my life. Uh, one, because that's, you know, it's my own life. Um, but two, I'm not here to, that, that would bore everyone to death. So I'm not here to do that. Um, but I would like to share just, you know, over the past couple of days, I've been reflecting on the year and 
I've been thinking about uh, lessons that I've taken away, things that I've learned and, and experiences that I've had that are valuable to me and have been reflecting on that a little bit. And I just wanted to share that uh, on this on this episode of the podcast and just share some of the lessons that I've uh, learned over this year. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to take some valuable, uh, something valuable from the lessons that I've had and maybe be able to uh, relate to them or, you know, learn from them uh, in, in your own life, in your own way. So, you know, one thing that, and not to start off with too sappy of a, of a, you know, not to start off with too sappy of a, of an experience or, a, you know, a lesson, but one thing that I've really tried to appreciate more. And one thing I've really tried to uh, apply more in my personal life is being able to, um, appreciate the moments. Uh, and I know this gets thrown out a lot. I know I'm not the first person to ever say, wow, we should really, uh, you know, value the time we have on this earth and value the time that we have with the people that we spend it with. But, you know, this was the first year of my life outside of school. Uh, I graduated from from college last year around December, and so basically 2023 has been the first full year where I haven't had to go to go to school for any reason. And due to that, although I've you know I've I've had a job that I've worked and you know I've had other responsibilities during the year, um, it's kind of been the first year of my life where my schedule and the things I do and the things I decide to take part in are not dictated by school and are not dictated by a, a class schedule. So why do I say that? I say that because now that I have more time on my hands, uh, that's not dedicated to school. I realize now that it's all upon my shoulders to make each day count, to make each week in each month count, because not that that didn't apply before when I was in school, but now that I'm out, um, it's upon my shoulders to make sure that my relationships with the people that I work with um, are are up to par, are are um, satisfactory. It's upon my shoulders to make sure that I uh, portray uh, and, and live up to a mature mature standard in in my own life. It's upon my shoulders to make sure that my relationships with the people that are closest to me, you know, my, my family, my, my, uh, my parents, my siblings, uh, my now fiance, um, and you know, her family and my closest friends, I realize now that it's, it's upon my shoulders, especially now that just that as I've gotten older and as life gets more complicated and in some ways it's upon my shoulders largely to make sure and to be intentional about those relationships and about the moments that I spend with these people. Um, and you know, um, when you learn to appreciate the moments that you have with people, uh, when you learn to appreciate, uh, the moments that in, in the moment may not seem, uh, super, you know, unique or may not seem, uh, or, or maybe very routine, you know, you think of like the, 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 the classic scene of like somebody coming home from work and, you know, maybe there's a couple kids there and there's like some, some pets and, you know, everyone's all together and, and eating around the dinner table, something like that. Um, that is a moment that, although I don't have kids or have pets at this point in my life, that's a moment that we can all picture. And it's a moment that understandably we can see how that would become repetitive and how that could become very normal for an individual in that setting. However, something that I've really challenged myself 
and, and been able to apply and learn in my own life is being able to appreciate uh, and value those moments more. Yes, of course, it's it's easy to appreciate and value the unique, the extremely unique and special moments. Um, you know, for me, looking back at 2022, I got to do some really fun things. I got to I got engaged this year, uh, and along the along the way during that trip, uh, when I got engaged, we got to we were out in Utah and we got to do some really cool stuff out there and see some incredible things. And yeah, it's it's obvious when you're standing on top of a mountaintop and you're looking out across a canyon, like wow. This is a moment that I should really, I should really savor and really uh, appreciate. That's obvious, you know. It's like it's like the moment when you get the new promotion, when you get uh, the new fancy toy that you always wanted. Like that's a moment. Like yeah, it's obvious that you're going to appreciate and savor that moment. But it's not as obvious when you are silently sitting with someone that you enjoy spending time with. It's not as obvious when you're preparing a meal by yourself. Uh, but you know that it's going to be for it. You're going to be able to share it with someone in, in the future. It's not as obvious when you're, when you're in that situation where you come home and you have people to greet you that you are greeted by every day, learning to appreciate those moments. And, and I know I'm kind of being a little bit general here, but you know, learning to appreciate those moments in my own life, uh, has been, has been something that served me well this year and something that I, I hope to take with me in the future as I grow older, as my relationships change as I hopefully grow and change. Um, it's been something that I'm glad I've been able to understand the value in making each in, in making the small moments count. Um, and yeah, it, it's something that you, you know, whoever you are right now, you, the listener, wherever you are in your life, um, I, I challenge you to consider how you can make those moments count. Uh, again, I'm not talking about the, extremely unique, the extremely special moments. I'm not talking about the engagements. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, when you go on that tour during vacation, I'm not talking about when you, when you get the the gift you've been wanting for your birthday. I'm not talking about those moments because those are loud and in your face. And it's, it's obvious that you're supposed to appreciate those moments. And, and I hope that you do. But my challenge to you and a challenge to myself as we both go forward into the future is to appreciate the moments that are are more common um, because those are the moments, those are the people, and those are the experiences that you're really going to take with you for the rest of your life. And being able to make those moments count, being able to appreciate the time that you spend with the people, uh, the, the time that you spend uh, and the people that you spend that time with the most is is valuable and is important. And it's something that I've really tried to focus on, uh, this year. And I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for, uh, the chance to do so. So, yeah, um, (laughs) that would be probably the first major lesson, uh, for me this year is learning to appreciate the, the moments, the small moments, and, and of course the, the big ones as well, but learning to appreciate the, the small moments and the, the times in our life where, uh, it may be it may be hard to appreciate those moments. A second thing that I have learned, and take of course take everything I say in this episode with a bit of a grain of salt. I am not a saint, uh, and you know I may look back at the end of twenty twenty three and say, "Wow, twenty twenty two me was stupid." Um, but right now, something that I've really been able to learn and apply to my life in numerous ways 
is the value of keeping things simple. And I'm sure that uh, it's easy for me to say this as a 22-year-old engaged man who doesn't have any kids, who has a full-time job that he enjoys, who gets to make podcasts on the side uh, and lives a very comfortable life. And it's, I know it's easy for me to say that, uh, you know, cause I'm sure there are single parents out there listening to this, rolling their eyes, or there are people that are working three or four jobs that are thinking, okay, yeah, easier said than done. Or there's people that are in, uh, you know, in, in a multitude of different situations where it's easy for me to say this, but sometimes harder to apply it in your own life. However, all that considered, Something that I have learned is, like I said, the value of keeping things simple. And of course, you can take that to a detriment. You can take that to an extreme that is not uh, healthy for you. However, I'll give a great example of something that I've learned this year. And I've mentioned this on the podcast before. But um, growing up a lot, I, you know, for the first, I would say, 18 or 18 or 19 years of my life or so, somewhere in that ballpark, uh, and even to a small degree uh, nowadays, but definitely the first, you know, 18 or so years of my life, I really struggled a lot with uh, who my physical image, uh, you know, the way I looked physically, the way I felt physically. Um, you know, I had a lot of, uh, issues with my dealing with my own personal weight. Uh, and, and that was something that really gave me a lot of trouble, uh, just personally speaking during the first, you know, uh, 18 years of my life or so. And so since that point, not to say that I've just figured everything out, but I have learned a lot of things about how to, how for me personally to live a healthier life. Now, this came with a bit of a detriment as well, because whenever I started to get my health on the right track and start to taking, you know, start to take it more seriously, I began to get a little over obsessive about it. Um, I got to the point where every second I had that wasn't being immediately be occupied by work or by family or by something else, I was listening to something or watching something or consuming some kind of content that was all about how to get more shredded or how to lose the extra body fat or how to perform better in the gym. And I'm not saying that this content is, is bad. I'm not here to say that that's bad at all. However, I was consuming it in a way that I felt like even though I was making progress with my health and I was making progress in the gym, I didn't feel like it was enough. I didn't feel like I was doing enough. I always felt like I had to refine what I was doing in the gym more. I had to refine my diet more. And and the crazy thing is looking back, like I'm not, I don't know why I felt that way because I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not competing in any kind of like physical, you know, task (laughs) or anything. Um, You know, it's not like there's money on the line for how I look or how I physically can perform. But at the time I was like, this is, this is all that matters to me. And now for whatever reason this year, I've learned that again, it's, it's oftentimes, at least in my life, it's been better to keep things simple Again, specifically talking about my health, you know, I'm not going to sit here and give uh, nutrition advice because I'm not a nutritionist and I do not specialize in that. But for me, I found that instead of trying to find the best diet possible, trying to find the most refined and the most, you know, uh, precise diet that is perfect for me, instead a great balance for me is is something a meal that that uh, fulfills two two qualities. 
one, I enjoy it. It tastes good. You know, I, I like eating it. I think that's pretty important because we have to eat every day. Um, and I like eating it. And two, uh, I guess I'll say three qualities generally Two, uh, it's not super, super expensive at this point in my life. I have, I have some money, but I'm not, uh, rolling in the dough by any means. Uh, you know, so I can't just afford to go out and, and, uh, buy filet mignons all the time, but, uh, making sure it's not super, super expensive. It's well within my budget. And three, it, it's, it, it ha- it is nutritionally complete. Um, you know, if you're thinking about, uh, a, a car, a carbohydrate, you know, think about, uh, different kinds that are not super processed, but rather, uh, different kinds of carbs that, uh, are going to give you a, a vast, uh, nutritional profile. So you can think of potatoes. Uh, I know rice is a great option uh, and there's lots of different kinds of rices, but, uh, potatoes, rice, uh, you can go move on to proteins. I mean, lean proteins, things like that, not getting, I, I'm, I'm not going to stray too far down this, uh, rabbit hole. But my point here is, is that in the past, while I might've obsessed over what the perfect kind of plate for me would look like and what the perfect kind of diet would have looked like for me, the reality is at least for me so far, I've found that if you keep it relatively simple and eat good n- nutritious foods, uh, you know, you get, you, you fill up your, uh, your car, your carb tank, your fat tank and your, your protein tank, the three macronutrients, um, and make sure that you're, you know, eating plenty of greens to get, you know, micronutrients in, then you're probably going to be fine. Uh, you know, you're, you're probably doing a lot better than a lot of other people are. And you know, you're, if you're exercising and, and that's a whole other thing, uh, if you're, if you're doing that, you're probably going to be, you know, on, on, on a good path. And then you can take it a step further going to exercising, you know, um, something for me, again, I used to think that the more time I spent in the gym, the better. Um, and you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that you should just go in the gym for 10 minutes and run around and then call it a day. But you know, I would get to the point where I would spend upwards of an hour and a half to even close to two hours in the gym sometimes. And again, I think that's better than not doing anything, but I found that that's really not necessary. Again, all I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to compete in a bodybuilding contest. I'm not trying to impress anybody with my physique. All I want to do is I want to have a healthy body that's going to serve me well in the long term. I want to feel good. And to my own standards, I want to, to look good. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, I don't really care if I'm the strongest person in the gym. I don't really care if I'm the fastest person in the gym. I don't really care if um, someone looks better than me or if they're more vascular than me or if they have bigger legs than me. None of that really matters to me uh, because at the end of the day, it doesn't bring any value to me regardless. So in in you know keeping with the theme of keeping things simple, I found that what works for me is really just to get uh, a good balance of, of cardio workouts in, uh, and also weight workouts, and then just spread that out over the different body parts. Uh, whereas in the past I would try to, I would literally think of different exercises for every single muscle in the body I could think of. I found the, the benefit now of, uh, you know, keeping it simple. If you're, if you're wanting to do say, uh, you know, if you're wanting to do an upper body work workout, um, then doing some simple exercises at a challenging, uh, at a challenging weight, uh, that will, that will 
fulfill the criteria you need to fulfill for your upper body and then making sure you tack on some some cardio in there because uh that's an also another thing i've learned is the importance of cardiovascular health and training um but uh I, I know i'm going down a little bit of a tangent here but the point of what i'm saying is whether it's fitness or whether it is your finances or whether it is your diet or whether it is your familial relationships or your non-familial relationships, um, sometimes it can be good to just keep things as simple as you can. Life can be really complicated in a lot of ways and life is not easy in a lot of ways. And so sometimes I think that it can be good just to keep things simple, keep things mellow and, and learn to, um, not overcomplicate things because there's so much happening in our lives and so much happening in our world on a daily basis that I think the last thing we need sometimes is to overcomplicate our lives in a way that isn't going to be productive or healthy for us. Um, again, you know, thinking of like, you know, for me, and again, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but something I've really tried to focus on, uh, with keeping it simple is, is my finances. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still figuring out, uh, the best, you know, what I think a good way to, go forward with my finances is, but two simple tools that have really helped me so far this year, keep a, a level head when it comes to my personal finances is, um, is, is not spending more than I make. So for instance, if I, um, you know, make a thousand dollars in a, in, you know, if, if I get paid a thousand dollars, then not to overspend that, to make sure that by the time I get paid a thousand dollars again, I have spent less than that. So then I come out in the end with more money than I started with. And that's an extremely, extremely basic, uh, financial principles is, is living within your means is, you know, making more than you, than you spend, but playing this out in your life and learning to, uh, you know, learning to actually live by that along with a budget and being able to see, uh, where your money is going and having a full understanding of how your money is working is incredibly important in, in my mind and something that uh, I've I've really tried to uh, focus on this year specifically regarding my finances and something that uh, has served me well. And so, again, I don't know what your individual life looks like right now. I don't know what kind of issues you might be dealing with or what kind of uh, situations you find yourself in. I have no idea. And I don't know what the best solution for those, uh, those situations may be. However, as I mentioned, life can get complicated. Things can be, uh, we can be over, overstimulated in a lot of ways. Uh, the world is a ever changing and fast paced world. And so maybe sometimes it's good to just slow things down and keep it simple. Um, you know, like the, like the, the acronym goes, the, uh, you know, the, the kiss acronym, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think that's a good acronym to live by sometimes. So, uh, lesson number two, like I said, is, is just learning the value of keeping things simple, uh, in our lives. Looking back at this year, looking back at 2022, um, there's a lot of lessons that, uh, I, I've been thankful to learn. Um, and a lot of things have happened and a lot of great experiences and, and great lessons uh, have taken place in my personal life. Um, but 
I would be remiss, and of course, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you knew this was coming. Um, <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't talk about a little bit about um, the podcast, about what you're listening to right now. Um, you know, I started the podcast in June, I believe it was June of, of this year, of 2022. Um, and it's weird, and it's weird to say that to a degree. Uh, because it feels like it was yesterday when I started, but it also feels like it's, I've been doing this for forever. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been such a, just a great experience overall. Um, you know, it's been really cool to just have a hobby and to chase, uh, passion, uh, and just see where it leads. But I don't want to go too far down that. What I, what I want to talk about is something that I've mentioned on here before, um, and that was recently brought up to me again and just something that I want to continue to harp on, continue to, uh, you know, challenge you to apply in your own life, um, and continue to use in my own life as I go forward into 2023. But it's something that I'm, I'm going to refer to as the, you know, take, taking the first step attitude, uh, or taking, taking the small step attitude, you know, um, and I'll specifically relate this to the podcast is that oftentimes I think something that is so difficult about life in general is that we look around at other people or we look around at other entities or things that are already existing and we get discouraged by the fact that we are not as far ahead as they are, or we are not as big as they are. Um, this is seen so much in, in social media, uh, and not to be too much of that person that's, that bashes on social media, but, um, you know, it's no secret that a lot of times on social media, uh, there are facades that are put up. There are games that are played. There are, oh, that was a nice voice crack. Um, there are, uh, games that are played. There are fake images that are put up. And I, I don't mean in the sense where the image itself is altered, but the image of the person or the image of the brand or the image that you see on social media is, is not true to the reality of the situation that's act that is, that is actually being portrayed. Um, and so what this can cause oftentimes is, you know, if, if I'm on social media and I post a picture and it gets a hundred likes, well, I may feel great about that, but then if I see you and you posted a picture that got 200 likes, well, all of a sudden my 100 likes doesn't look as impressive. And you know, the next person, if that, you know, now my goal is to get 150 likes, but your lot, your goal may be to get 250 likes. And why am I saying all this? The reason why I'm saying this is because while social media is just one example of it, you can look around everywhere in life. If you are a 20 something like me, you can look at someone who may be in their fifties or in their sixties and think, how do they have all the things that they have? How have they reached the level of success that they have reached? How have they built the things that they've been able to build? Um, if you're like me and you live in a city, um, I don't live in the biggest city in the world, but I do live in a, in a metropolitan area. Uh, I live in, live in Chattanooga, Tennessee right now. And, and if you're like me, if you frequently travel through that metropolitan area, you will see lots of big buildings, lots of established businesses, lots of recognizable logos and things of that nature. And for me, every, every time I drive through downtown Chattanooga, I see this big building right in the middle. It's, I think it's a true, the truest building, I think. Um, and I look at that and I think, 
I don't even know how that business, you know, how they, they got to that point. You know, it's a massive building and they're, they're operating, their name is on the front of it. If you ask me to create a business that got to that point, I don't even know how I would begin to do that. Um, but the reality is, and the thing that I've come to learn, and I promise I'm going to tie this back into the podcast, uh, cause that's just what I do. But the reality is that maybe your goals are big. Maybe you want to have a building next to the truest building down here in Chattanooga, or you want to have a bigger one down here in Chattanooga. Maybe you want to have, uh, the biggest podcast in the world, or maybe you want to, uh, build a coaching business. I, I don't know, whatever it is. Whatever your goal is, whatever you want to achieve, I believe that one of, if not the best way to start is not to start extremely gung-ho, is not to blow open the doors with your excitement and adrenaline, but rather to just take the first step. And I know that sounds so generic uh, and so like, uh, you know, self-helpy of me. But, but truly, uh, taking just the first step, taking a small step, whatever it is, you know, I've mentioned this before, but how I started the podcast. And again, I'm not some major, you know, famous podcast podcast or anything like, uh, you know, I'm still relatively small, all things considered, but starting this podcast, it did not happen overnight. I did not all of a sudden have all the equipment and the ideas that I needed, uh, and, you know, and have everything in my hands that I needed. One day I just decided, you know what, what would I even talk about if I was going to start a podcast? What would I, what would be the the theme of it? What would be the topics that I would talk about? And I decided, okay, just for fun, I'm going to decide, I'm going to think of a few things. If I was going to make a podcast, what I would talk about. And so I did, I wrote down, you know, a list of like five or 10 people and topics that I'd like to talk to and talk about. Um, and, and I had that, and that was the first step for me, having that list of ideas and topics. And then the next step was, okay, well, what about if I had a name? I mean, I've got to have a name for it, right? I can't just have a, a blank podcast. What would be the name? And I had some ideas and some that, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I've forgotten at this point, but you know, I had to, I had to come up with a name. Uh, and that was the next step for me. And again, all of this is before I even had the first piece of equipment before I had the first person to even listen to me or before I even had the first episode recorded. All of this was all before that. I had just come up with a few, I had taken a few small steps and taken uh, that first step out into kind of an unknown area for me. Um, but these small steps accumulated over time. First, it was getting topics down. Then it was getting a name. Then it was getting, uh, you know, an idea of what maybe the, the cover art would look like the, the art for the podcast. Then it's like, okay, well, I've got to have the equipment. Maybe I should buy a microphone. And so, you know, first thing I buy is, is a, is a generic microphone and, uh, or not necessarily a good, a good reliable microphone. And again, still very bare bones. If you, if you think about everything I've just said, there's still a lot of things that have to be done before I even have the first episode up. However, the point of why I'm saying this is because whenever I started the podcast, I didn't start it with every ounce of equipment that I needed or every idea that I needed already in place. It didn't come to me overnight or I didn't just, you know, sit down one day and just start talking and things just started happening. Um, the reality is that in order for me to even get to the point where I could officially launch the podcast, 
I had to take the small steps first. I had to come up with the ideas. I had to, uh, I had to come up with the name. I had to find the best equipment for that was in my budget. Uh, you know, I don't have some major podcast studio. I had to make sure it was something I could take around with me in a portable fashion. Um, so finding equipment that was, that was manageable for that. Those were the first steps for me. And now looking back, like I've taken those steps and I'm at a point now where, um, you know, I've released what, like 24, 20, 25 episodes this year or something like that. Um, and I'm releasing content on a weekly basis. I don't say that to brag. I don't, cause it's, it's not really a brag, but I say that because the reason I'm able to do these things, the reason I'm able to, to release 24 episodes this year so far, uh, or the reason I'm able to have the activity that I have is because is not because I was an overnight sensation or because I was just dropped, you know, all these things that I needed were dropped into my lap. Um, it's because I took the small steps first. I did what I could do and I didn't overwhelm myself with the, with the thought of what could be or how I could fail in the future, but rather I focused on taking the first steps first, even if it's just a small step for you. If you're wanting to start a business, maybe it's just thinking about what is that business going to be? What's the name going to be? What products are you going to sell? What services are you going to, are you going to offer? Um, if you're wanting to, you know, I talked about kind of fitness and diet or if you're wanting to improve your health, don't go into it thinking, okay, I've got to join a gym right now and I've got to have do an hour and a half workout workout ASAP. No, th- think about what can you do today that is going to take you one step further than you were yesterday. Maybe instead of, you know, instead of taking 10,000 steps today, yesterday, it's taking 10,500 steps today. Maybe it's simply finding a gym for you. Maybe it's, uh, trying to cut out fast food in your diet. All of these steps are not anything groundbreaking and they're not going to get you individually on their own to the goal you want to get to. However, accumulated over time, compounded over time, that is what's going to get you to the point you want to get at. Very few people are overnight successes. You can look at people, you know, that we idolize so much in society. Think of like, uh, you know, professional athletes, while there are some of them that are gifted with, uh, abilities that most of us would love to even know what it feels like to dunk a ball into a 10 foot, you know, uh, dunk a ball like LeBron James can into a, into a goal. Uh, we would all love to know what that feels like, but most of us are never going to know what that's like. I probably never will. Uh, and that's okay because mo- we're, that what that tells me is that most of us have the same starting point. And so we're not going to get famous overnight. We're not going to become an overnight sensation. We're not just going to have our abilities changed overnight. But what can happen is if you take each step each day, even if they're small steps, eventually you will grow over time. If you're consistent with it, you will grow and you will get to a point where you are farther along than you, than you were when you started. So yeah, sorry, that was a lot of, a a lot of rambling. Um, but, but basically, like I said, the, the, the main takeaway I've had just from the the podcast this year is the value in just taking the small step in taking this, the, the simple step, the one that's right in front of you, not trying to solve every problem right now, you know, every, every world problem right now, but rather taking the small step of what you can take, uh, and starting where you can start, uh, to get to the goal in order to get to the goal that you want to get to. 
And so finally, to end off this episode, um, just kind of wrapping up some different thoughts and experiences and lessons from 2022 in my own personal life, um, I have truly learned the, and again, this, what I'm about to say has been uh, talked about by so many people before, Um, but I've truly learned the value in having new experiences, in having uh experiences that uh, challenge you and, and make you a little bit uncomfortable. You know, um, for me, the two things that come to mind, uh, in, in my personal life, there's two, one that I've mentioned a few times and one that I have not mentioned at all on here before. Um, I don't don't think I've mentioned it, but two things. One, um, I got engaged this year, which is really exciting. Um, however, um, the, process of making that happen, the process of ring shopping and finding the right ring and then planning the trip to do it and then finding the right photographer and just everything that went into making that happen was a completely new experience for me and was largely upon my shoulders. I mean, I had a little bit of help, but, um, largely it was, it was on my shoulders to make that happen. And so for me, that was, um, a, that was a completely new experience for me that I had never even thought of considering before. Um, and it was something that looking back, being able to take that experience into account, obviously it was, it was a lot of fun and it was a great experience to do that. And and I cherish that moment, but, um, the experience and the process leading up to it and watching everything come to fruition and the, uh, the benefit of being proactive about it and, and watching, uh, all the, the kind of pieces be put into motion and everything that needs to, you know, happen, happen. Um, it was really, really rewarding, uh, to watch that happen and to, and to see, uh, all the pieces get put together at just the right moment. So there was that. Um, and then the second thing that really contributed to the value of new experiences for me is, (laughs) and I haven't really talked about this much, but back in, I think it was September of this year. So, so, okay. So I had two, two new year's resolutions this year and I can thankfully say I've, I completed them both. Um, but one of my new year's resolutions was to start this, this podcast, which obviously I did. Um, but the second one is, is kind of a goal that I've had for a while, kind of something I've thought about and something that, um, thought about doing and trying my hand at, but I never really had a great opportunity to do it until now. Uh, I've always wanted to try stand up comedy just one time at the very least try it one time. Uh, because for a few reasons, one, I personally really enjoy stand up comedy. I, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, comedians that I really like. Uh, one of my personal favorites uh, is a guy by the name of Josh Johnson. Maybe he'll hear this one day. I don't know if he will or not, but if you, if he doesn't hear it, that's fine. Uh, but if you're, if you're listening and you're curious, uh, I recommend you check him out. I think he's a really great comedian, but, uh, it's something that I've enjoyed for a long time. I've kind of enjoyed watching and listening to, and I've even been to a few comedy shows myself. Um, and I told myself, I was like, if I don't try this at least once in my life, I'm going to be upset because I truly did feel like I had the ability to do it. I felt like I could get up there on a stage and make people laugh. And that's if (laughs) I've said it before, you know, and and I still hold true to this. 
if I could do one thing for the rest of my, like if I could make, you know, do my dream job, uh, do anything for the rest of my life and that be my job, it would be to be a comedian. It would be to make people laugh, uh, for a living. It would be to make, bring people happiness and joy and, and make people laugh for a living. Um, I would love to do that. And so I told myself if I couldn't, if I, if I didn't do that at least once, if I didn't try my hand at it at least once in my life, you know, I, I felt like I was selling myself short. And so, uh, I made it happen to where back in September of 2022, I was able to have five minutes on the, I guess, somewhat locally famed, uh, comedy catch stage here in Chattanooga. Um, and I got to try my hand at, at stand-up comedy and it was a great experience. It was great because I did get some laughs, which was incredibly rewarding. Um, but it was really interesting to have that experience because that was a completely new experience for me. I'd never been on a stage in that way. I'd never been in front of people in that way. I'd never had to try to be deliberately try to be funny like that, <laughs> which is is an interesting interesting thing. Like. I think all of us are funny in different ways. I think we all at different times can be funny. Some people are are funny, you know, with just jokes. Some people are funny in conversations. I, th- I think a lot of us are all funny in different ways, but having to kind of deliberately be funny and think of things that are funny that you can share with other individuals to make them laugh, uh, to subvert their expectations and and make them laugh is, um, is an int- a totally different dynamic. And so, that experience of coming up with material and working on it and practicing it and, you know, seeing if I can get my, my process down was a completely new experience for me, but it was something that I greatly cherish now. And it's an experience that I'll forever be able to hold dear to me. Uh, and I'll, I'll forever be able to, to even, even though it's a small degree, forever be able to relate with, uh, individuals that have also tried that. Uh, and so the reason I'm saying all of this is not to, somehow brag about my experiences or is not to somehow be like, Oh, look at all the things that I did. Um, rather the reason I'm saying this is to challenge you is to challenge you to try new things. Uh, and also to challenge me because time still moves on and the year still, uh, as, as <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this, um, as smash mouth once famously said on their, uh, world renowned song, all star, uh, the years, what, what, what's the lyric now I'm forgetting, uh, Hold on just a second. I've got to figure this out. As they say in their song, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. I can't believe I forgot those lyrics, but <laughs> um, it's true. Uh, time continues to move and opportunity still continues to show itself to you. And so my challenge to you and to me is to find how you can have those new experiences, how you can find yourself on those different kinds of stages, how you can try your hand at different things and challenge yourself in different ways. For me, the three main things, three things that come to mind immediately when of having new experiences was um, creating this podcast, was getting engaged, and trying my hand at stand-up comedy. Uh, it was three fun things that I've, I've, I'm glad I was able to do. Uh, one of them, obviously, I'm going to make sure to continue doing, which is the podcast. Um, but I'm incredibly grateful for those new experiences because now... I feel that my experience here in my life and on this earth has been enriched by it. I now understand what it's like to be in those situations and I can hopefully relate my experience to other people and and allow them to learn and to grow based on my experience. Um, It's something that I can't recommend enough uh, to you wherever you are in your life right now to try and find new experiences and and learn from those experiences. Um, 
so yeah, that's that's kind of uh, you know I've been reflecting over the past couple of days on just the year and what it's been, and that's kind of what I've taken away from it so far. And so with that in mind, I want to just uh, I want to take a moment to thank you, the listener, for being on this ride with me. Um, I really didn't know how the podcast was going to shake out for the first uh, you know first half of the year that it was going to be operating, and like I said, I'm not a overly famous. Oh, and Alexa is listening to me. I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> I'm sitting next to, uh, I'm not going to say the name. I'm sitting next to a Amazon smart speaker right now. And it just heard me say something and started talking back to me. I don't know if you could hear that. Uh, <laughs> but nevertheless, um, you know, I never, I didn't know what the podcast was going to look like when I started it. And it has been such a pleasure getting to bring this this content to you. It's been a pleasure getting to uh, make this content and speak to the people I've been able to speak to and do the things I've been able to do. Um, and so I just want to thank you, the listener, for being on this ride with me. I have a, a lot of really cool plans in the future, uh, a lot of really fun things that I'm hoping to do in the future. And I'm really looking forward to um, what 2023 has to offer. So Thank you for being on this ride with me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and as always, if you want to check out the podcast or myself on any social media, those links will be down below as well as, as well as if you'd like to contact the podcast, uh, the email for that will be down in the, in the description at radioface at gmail or no, it's radiofacepod at gmail.com. Feel free to email me anytime and let me know your thoughts, any recommendations for anything. And yeah, I believe that's uh, that's all I have for today. So thank you again for tuning into this episode of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in throughout 2022. Thank you for supporting the show, supporting me, uh, and just being, uh, just being awesome. So thank you for that. Uh, I hope you have had a wonderful 2022. Hope you have a great start to the new year and I can't wait to see, uh, what the rest of the year holds for, uh, you and I both. So Thank you for listening. Thank you for being along with the ride. And I hope you have uh, a great rest of your day. I'll catch you all in another episode of the podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. As one final reminder, if you'd like to support the show, then don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcast or share it with a friend. If you'd like to check out any links that were mentioned during the show or follow the show or myself on social media, then feel free to head to the description of today's episode to find these links. As always, thank you again for checking out today's episode. and I really hope you enjoyed it. I will catch you all on the next episode of the podcast. See ya.